Hey, homeless guys. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a dollar each if you go into this building here and run around yelling and screaming. Uh, you know, that's very nice, but I think what you probably need are, like, some psycho, out-of-control homeless guys. Yeah, we're more the broken, spiritless, I've-lost-the-will-to-live type homeless guys. How about for two dollars? <laughs> Oh, Normie. Uh, welcome to Nick the Rat, episode 300. We made it, everybody. I had people come up to me and tell me, you're never going to make it in this business. You're never going to uh, work for free for this long. Under the thumb of some crazy scientist in a sewer. And I said, oh, yeah? Watch me. It is Wednesday, November, September, 9-15, uh, September 15th, 2001. Chair is all squeaky. I think I learned it from May. Uh, we're going to be enjoying this year uh, Old English 40 ounce as a celebration because that's how we do it in the sewer. I almost have one episode for every day of the year. Did you hear? Did you hear the uh, plastic ripping from the top of this old English plastic bottle? I'd spill some of this out in the sewer from my man Norm, but Diane would get very upset with me, and I'm sure I'm sure he would rather me. Uh, imbue the alcohol rather than waste it. So this is this for you, man. So as we all know, September is officially October Eve or Halloween Eve. It's just one long uh, month long waiting for the October season to start. There's a lot of cool things coming in October. Uh, I think Elvira is going to come back on Shudder and do a little do a little thing there. We got Joe Bob. Uh, Joe Bob's coming back. Joe Bob is back in town. Uh, he will be doing his uh, um, the last drive-in as well. So that's the, those are things to look forward to. Uh, I've been doing a whole bunch of these big, big old drawing, drawings that I'm going to be turning into painting. Maybe I'll show them later on the stream. Uh, yeah, there is a video stream. I'm not currently walking around uh, the streets of New York right here, but uh, somebody I know might might be. Let's just say that uh, we got a we got a, we got an interesting episode though because Mystery Man has been sending in stories, and last week I deleted a few, but this week I actually didn't delete them. So congratulations to me for not deleting in any data. So that's that's a good thing. Uh, if if you want a, a stupid Halloween movie to watch in September and you have HBO Plus, you could put on a Malignant. It's a, it's a bad movie. 
It'll make you laugh at about two or three scenes, though. And sometimes that's all we really need to help us uh, feel the season leaking. You gotta, you gotta, uh, yeah. It's gonna be a. I think we got some emails. Diane, we get some emails too. Congratulating us on 300 episodes. I think we have a couple of, a couple of emails from a couple of people. It's a, it's a, it's a big accomplishment. Uh, to sit here for a few hours, you know, talking to everybody about reality. And how it's falling apart quicker and quicker. And sooner or later, it's going to be like, we're going to be like one giant cancerous mutation. It's going to be great because we're going to share a mind. It's going to be like a hive mind, but we're going to be kind of grotesque and like Akira. It's going to be a, it's going to be kind of cool, but also pretty, pretty gross. It's going to be, your worldview is going to have to change once we all, you know, form into one lump. It's but it it shouldn't hurt too much. It will probably just morph into it and then it'll eat the other people that exist and there will be only uh the mountainous man pillar. But we're not there yet. You know, it it's still got some we got some time. Is there jizz in the hive mind? Yeah, well, it's going to disappear after a while, but I'm sure there will be jizz in the hive mind for, you know, a few centuries until it's gone. Shit, it's hard to get out. It lasts a long time. We have a uh, couple things for you tonight. And one thing that we always bring to you is uh, music. I think that uh, culture should be shared. I think that's part of the reason I do this show is to let people know that people are doing stuff for free out there. And then I try to find that free stuff and package it up and then put that out there. Kind of like a like an amplification thing. It's a uh, was that you know an amplification? It fucking makes the wave bigger. I'm trying to make the wave of culture larger for starting from the sewer and get it right to her. Uh, oh, also, if you if you want to listen to something as well, that was real fun to do. Uh, a hawk story. The last episode that they had, they had this. This person that sounded just like me on it, and it was it, we, there was a lot of interesting conversations about um, female condoms and stuff. I think anyway, let's let's listen to some music here. We got the first song of the evening is "Get Here" by Soon Enough. You could hear all this music on uh, SoundCloud. It's all under my likes, and uh, go check it out if anything. <laughs> Thank you. 
back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're just talking tonight. We're just having a, a nice, uh, we're getting ready for Halloween. Some scary stuff going on in the world today, but it's not really too too scary. Most stuff is uh, not like in your closet. Sometimes there is stuff in your closet, especially when you live in a sewer. Could be a few people in there, packed in, trying to... Keep warm in a little bundle. We should, uh, maybe listen to some voicemail, see if anybody uh, left a voicemail uh, saying anything. 917 719 5923. Hey, Nick, this is, uh, Mad Cat. Um, I'm really excited about this new movie coming out really, really dry there, but uh, I want to do a quote from, like, an old movie. <clears throat> Tell me of the waters of your sewer, Moabnik. You over here! Run! Run! Uh, yeah, Dune is probably going to be interesting to watch, I hope. It'll be fun. I'm going to watch it. HBO is a, a decent service. It seems uh, seems like your cable package is getting a stranger in the future. But uh, HBO is one of the more decent streams, even though their, their software sucks. Shudder is also a, a decent uh, subscription service for horror movies but there's their software kind of sucks too and I think Disney's gonna break their thing soon or you know whatever how how long between how much how big is the gap between they put the movie in the theater and then they put it to the the service either way as long as you don't have to pay thirty dollars to watch it again I don't know does does uh Disney even do that how you doing? HBO crashes like mo. Yeah, HBO just these companies make shitty fucking apps. Netflix has probably the best interface. Maybe Amazon craps out sometimes too. It depends on the device. There's so much shit. There's so much shit out there. Uh, I don't want. Yeah. Why am I talking about streaming services? That was a weird phone call. Uh, thank you for that call, sir. Or a person. We got a... I think Darren O sent me a voicemail here. What is this here? 
Darren Darren O'Neill has uh, got a great show called uh, Planet Rage. I think it's like a sorority at a college. It might be like, you know, there's like Delta, Beta, Planet Rage. I don't know. But uh, let's see what he sent over here. Let's Let's check this out. Oh yeah, Nick the motherfucking rat. Episode 300. I learned everything I need to know listening to Nick the Rat's fucking radio show. Down in the sewer, doing what the rats do. Uh, Keep on rocking, you crazy rat. Thank you. You keep on rocking too, man. This uh, cheers to you and to all the other people that just have to create and put it out there. We just got to do it. What else are we going to do, right? Windows update during a film. Yeah, tonight is uh, three, 300 episodes tonight. It's like a lot of years and shit. We had a... Oh, wait, I don't even know. What, hold on one second here. Diane, what did you put in that uh, marijuana there? Oh, we got a. I was going to discuss something that I was talking about before the show. Hold on one second. Man, when, when your memory starts slipping, you know it's time to start sipping. Let's see here. Before the show, people were talking about something, and then I said I was going to talk about that on the on the show. Now, I think the unraveling is happening within in our skulls sometimes too. I think it's just it's Terrence Bart from the inside. It's happening on the outside, and it's going on the inside as well. I was just stalling to see if maybe the chat room could help me out, but you know, it doesn't look like the chat room is going to help me out. So we're going to, we're just going to play another song right now. We'll be right back with uh, more Nick the Rat. We're going to thank some people for helping us get this far uh, about, about it. Oh, Kapla. Now I remember. I don't even know why I got the answer from your comment that didn't even have any information in it but uh, the chat room was talking about the word kapla the uh, uh the curse word of the uh the 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 klingons in star trek and they scream kapla at each other if you like slept with their wife or something seems like you and uh i had this this job and i think it was like a like a team team building exercise or something. It was, they like hired like an out outside team to come in. Kapla doesn't mean victory. What What is the, what is the curse word for people? <sighs> now I got to look this up. Klingon curse. I'm stuck over here looking. 
Kerfluffle? Patak, yeah, there we go. Yeah, you filthy Patak. Kapla is victory, isn't it? Gee, you know, I just lost uh, a lot of uh, nerd points, but I probably gained a couple of stoner points there. So I like Kerfluffle. I think that should be in uh, the next Star Trek. Ah, you Kerfluffle. You touched my wife. Uh, so, d- so during the team team building exercise, the person that was hired to talk to us that we just met that day, who's going to leave, and they just got like paid for. Why couldn't they just give that money to the employees? Like, let them have like a, a fight over it or something. I don't know. Dude, probably cost a lot of money. Either way, he said he was into Star Trek and shit, and I actually remembered the word Patak then, and then I think I called him a Patak. And he's like, oh, so I think he probably forgot it as well. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the company let me go the next day. Never work for the Klingon Empire. Let's listen to, uh, we got the next song over here. We have uh, Thur Maltz with Wicked Game. Thermates? Thur, thermites? World is on fire. No one could save me but you Strange what desire would make foolish people do
Hello, everybody. Uh, let's thank some people here. First, I'm going to thank the people at the P.O. Box, uh, 9549 Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Uh, Nick, Nick the Rat. Got one thing in the P.O. Box this week. It's a check, I think. It's a check or cyanide. Let's, let's find out. Diane, can you open this? No? Show any uh, memo. One of three coded payments. Bulls hit nine seventeen. Nine seventeen. Four twenty nine seventeen. I think I'm gonna have to see my doctor. Uh, thank you for the uh, the check in the mail, though. Those are those are always uh, appreciated. We should uh, thank some other people. I hope I don't mess this up, Diane. Diane, did you fix the list? I got to thank people before I drink too much because I think there's some rules for this this donation segment here. Like if if it's over like a million dollars or something, I can't report it. The FCC will come after me. But uh, let's, you know, let's do Twitch next because Twitch, Twitch is easy to thank because it's, uh, we got Ducky on with a resub because I could say all their information right there, just right there. Uh, resubbed with Prime. 29 months. I think Ducky on is my biggest Twitch Patreon. Patronus. Uh, OG Spencer just resubbed with, uh, Oh, that was seven days ago. Yeah, last week OG Spencer P don't uh, subbed with his uh, Prime subscription. If you if you give Jeff Bezos money to shoot into space and to bring you cardboard, then uh, you could you could help a rat out in the sewer for almost for free. Just sign up for Twitch and watch porn stars mainly. There's a lot of there's a lot of porn stars on Twitch. Sitting there playing games, probably getting paid more to sit there in front of the camera playing games and not working than uh, perhaps. I don't know. I, I, I've only dabbled in the business. <laughs> um, all right. Now let's thank people that go to nicktherat.com and click donate. Um, it's, uh, it's on that page. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I'm going to read those now. Uh, I don't read their the the person that sent it their name. I read the note. Read the note first and their initials and the amount. I might not read your initials if you don't want me to. Maybe I should stop reading initials, but I think uh, all right. I'll just read notes. I'll just read notes. I guess I'm going to change it up. I'm just going to read notes from now on. No more initials. That'll make everything so much more easier. Sometimes you have to thin thin a show to make it easier to to run. Okay, well, wow, it looks like we got actually a lot here. Whoa! You like the initials? Right, well, I'll I'll try. 
Hold on one second here. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I think I got this. I got this. I got this. Here we go. To Junta. T Junta. I think that means something. I should look that up now. That's why I want to make sure because I think to Junta might be something for Klingon. Junta. It doesn't look like there's any great matches for your search. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well. Thank you for the 420 on 300. Okay, let's uh, go to the next donation here. We got a, a JB with 420. Oh, we're going to do initials and read notes. Okay, we're going to do that. And and if, if I mess anything else up, I, I don't think I will. All right. We got a... Thanks for the vibrations. $30. That's from JG. Uh, oh, crap. Uh, one, one more second here. All right. Okay, we're still doing good. We're still doing good. <laughs> A lot of pressure to read read notes and money involvement and stuff. I mean, that's, that's why I don't like money. There's too much uh, involvement and stuff. So if you're sending me money, stop sending me money. It make, it's making me have a panic attack. More money, more problems. Oh, we got LB with 420. Thank you so much, LB. Uh, we have um, Holy Scramboli. We have 300 Canadian Sueroos. Whoa. Well, why is it only 226 USDs, though? Is the Canadian Suarez are, are worth more? Servo. Actually, Servo, you... Servo needs to get a big high five. Servo has been helping out in the chat room for a long time now. I feel like he's like almost like the back office. Cheers to you, Servo. And thank you so much for... I'm moving to Canada. I'm taking because if if my if my money is worth more in Canada, I think is that how it works. That means I'd be rich if I move there. So I'm gonna move. I'm moving it with Servo. Cheers to you. Let's. Uh... Thank you so much. He posts in the chat room. If you're in the chat, you'll see Servo. He posts the links to all the music, which helps people. To get to the the culture, you know, they want it. They want it. It's also it's on on the SoundCloud too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna visit Carblanes, Carblanes Servo. We're gonna have party up in. We have JA with 420. Thank you so much, JA. We have uh, IC with 420. IC 420. Cheers to you. IC's been around for a while because I saw. Uh, we have KR with 420. Welcome, KR, to the sewers for the second or third time now. Thank you. And finally, we have, uh, I'm going to read the note first. 
in case it says not to read the name, but I don't. I think I could read the initials for this one here. Here we go. Uh, a joke for the great unzipping. I like the unzipping, but it's the unraveling. It already sped up. The great speeding up that happened. Then then some. It might unzip next, but currently we're still in the unraveling. Uh, why is there no good jokes about Jonestown? The punchline is too long. Jonestown punchline too long uh punchline is is that like there's people lined up to get is there good punch in jonestown like i'm thinking about like you know cups of drinks there's just a lot of people lined up for that uh love is lit bbbyo3dg 4269 from aw that isn't that uh like that cream soda oh we got more donations i where those just pop up here oh whoa uh all these magnificent 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 it's not can't it's not magnificent all these magnificent dark sewer streams delightfully uh quickening our hearts and dreams Delightfully quickening. Not the, the quickening. It's the unzipping. All of these magnificent dark sewer streams delightfully unzipping our hearts and dreams, giving us flight every wondrous Wednesday night throughout the years you filled our lives with fantasies, which continue to thrive. Love you much, Nick. Oh, whoa, 5033. Let me know if I could say who that came from if, uh, in the chat, if you want me to say uh, your chat room name. Uh, I am looking sort of there as well. Whoa, we got a holy scramboli here. This one's from Bowl After Bowl, another great podcast that uh, I have, I've, 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 uh, I've spoken to them a few times. Uh, Nick, you legendary rat, congrats on 300 episodes in the sewer. Roll a fat blunt, a fatty blunt on us. Friend, you've earned it. Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean. I know the quickening was because I kept called the fastening. <laughs> it was uh, 3369, bowl after bowl. Thank you guys so much. There's this is a lot of donations over here. Instructions times three. Happy three hundred. Big loves net ned. This one's weird. It's got like a whole date and time, like it's gonna explode. One hundred dollars. Oh, you got the government's gonna take so much money from me this year. Thank you guys. They should uh. There shouldn't be income tax. There should only be sales tax. No, the sales happen in uh, places paid for by the government. Income doesn't really. I don't know. Uh, pay your taxes, everybody. Uh, we got. We also have another fifty dollars from BS. That was not BS. That was fifty big ones. That is. Thank you so much, everybody that has uh, donated. You guys are all amazing. Uh, 
And together we shall continue on through the the shit and the sludge and we're in the sewer. So we got like a really good access viewpoint and view uh, like port of the of where the sludge is coming from. We can just go right through. I mean if we're gonna, we're gonna work as a team and our culture is gonna unclog the sewer really quick. It's gonna like zip fly open and unravel. And three hundred more? Thank you, Sewer Chat. Thank you, everybody. Um, you guys are great, but we still have to, you know, uh, make a lot of money. So we sell advertisements to people, and they sometimes, you know, they pay us money to play their ads. And that's what we're going to do right now. And then we're going to play some music, and then we'll be back. And we're going to listen to some scary stories from, from Mystery Man. I'm sure it's going to be great and horrifying. Or, or something. I didn't delete it this time, so that's we got that. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. Enjoy the advertisements. Where are the advertisements? Did we didn't get any big ones this year? I mean, this episode. Yeah, play that one there. Okay, we'll we'll be, we'll be right we'll be right back. Now that the government's been shut down, we're foreclosing hotels, houses, and all the places in the fucking world. If you want to move down to the sewer, you could. Just come on down to Nick the Rat's Sewer Extravaganza. You could buy a place in the sewer now. You can't pay for your mortgage or a loan or a government thing. Or if you're a federal worker and you don't have any money, that's no problem. Come on down. We're taking applicants from left and right, and we're taking from up and down. If you're a woman, you're a man, you're gay, you're bisexual, you're LBGTQ, keepy, keepy, t. All good. Come on down to the Dark Sewer Stravaganza. We're selling all kinds of sewer condos filled with mayo and all of the best condiments in the world. Limit one sewer dwelling per person. And we're not FDIC insured, so I hope you got a lot of money saved. Bye. This is my friend, the Grumman Tiger. It's a jet, and I'm Ralph Donald, his test pilot. It takes a lot of training to control one of these babies. My son Wayne will learn someday. Right now, though, he's getting ready by learning to control a Lionel electric train. With a Lionel train, you not only get locomotives and cars, but all sorts of missile and rocket equipment, too. You can learn to operate these Lionel missile launchers. And fire this IRBM launcher by pressing a button. Wow, and look, you can put this target together and blow it up again and again. And look at this, the Lionel helicopter car. Watch her fly. And remember, kids, you're in control. You're the boss on the Lionel line. Ask for Lionel this Christmas. We got Moo with This is Halloween. 
Maio? Miguel Maio? Thank you, Diane. Diane just came in and blew the horn a little bit. Thank you for blowing the horn, Diane. We got a uh, we got the special treat of uh, uh, Mystery Man making these here recordings in the sewer, and then he sends them off to us. 
And I think he's been recording in, in a very radioactive part of the sewer because when I loaded the file up, it looked distorted. To say the least, let's let's have a listen and see what Mr. Man is uh Mr. Man is up to doing over here. Uh My name is Mystery Man, and tonight we have some original stories for you. They're not named, so if you were expecting a name to these scary, scary stories, you're you're out of luck, my friend. But these came from the mind of a madman. A man named Steve suffered from repeated visits from a shadow person. It plagued him for over ten years of his life. Gave him high blood pressure and hair loss. It's a horrible affliction. But this was not your normal shadow person, though. It wouldn't just sit stare at you from the corner of your room while you laid paralyzed in bed, wondering if it was a dream or reality or sleep paralysis or a coat rack in the corner of the room with a hat conveniently placed on its bed as it watches you sleeping in your bed. This shadow person would say horrible things to him and threaten his life and those of the ones he loved. Sometimes it even physically attacked him and left bruises and scars and scrapes and drew blood. Terrifying. But this all changed one day when Steve met a lovely young woman named Annabelle. Their chance meeting occurred in a coffee shop and they hit it off quickly and became a a couple. Surprisingly, they had a lot of shared interests and they just made each other laugh and feel loved. Then they finally moved in together and that seemed to have caused the night person attacks to stop completely. Maybe the shadow person wouldn't come after him anymore because there was someone else in the room. Luckily for Steve... They both didn't travel very much, and pretty much every night, he slept securely in knowing that she was his protection, and she was right next to him. They eventually got married and decided they would have a child. They loved each other immensely. Then, nine months later, Annabelle gave birth to a little, beautiful, young, healthy boy named Timmy. They placed Timmy's crib at the foot of their bed in their very small apartment in northern Massachusetts. The night they came home from the hospital with little Timmy asleep close to their feet. Steve had a horrible, horrible realistic dream that felt like a memory. Came with a bunch of feelings flushing back into his brain. The 
blood that carried these thoughts, pushing out nutrition into the cells. You could feel the electrical attached to the materials with inside of him. Horrifying. The dream was he was back in his old house, laying in bed, staring up at the ceiling like he would do many a night's. Then he saw darkness crawling up the ceiling, engulfing the entire room in one giant, drab shadow. It was a cold feeling through his body. He could feel the tingling from the chills, but he wasn't able to move at all, paralyzed completely. It slowly dripped onto his chest, almost crushing him. Drip, 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 the shadow fell from the ceiling onto his naked, hairless chest. He realized this wasn't real. He knew it was just a dream. He screamed out, I know this isn't real. You don't exist. You will never have power over me again, shadow person. The sludgy, slow-moving shadow was now in a singular mound upon his chest. He then heard a slight laughter and a voice coming deep within the backside of his skull. It said to him, I know you found courage in her, but soon she will be gone and I will have your son. You belong to me, and you cannot stop this. I was never done with you, and I never will be. Ego, some malum ingard anima. Steve wanted to scream and fight, but he wasn't even able to shed a tear. All he could do was lay there not breathing, with pure dread coursing through his entire being. He was then shooken awake by his wife, who said he was sweating and screaming, and woke up little Timmy in his little panic, his little sleep nightmare. Steve was terrified, but did not want to worry about his wife. Did not want to cause any fear in her. He never mentioned the shadow person that he experienced before, bumping into her at that cafe, or any of the cuts or the bruises, or, or the mental trauma that he had from the years, the years he was tortured by this, this creature that stalked him nightly. But he did worry her, and every day after that he wasn't able to hide it. He was getting worse. His mental state was breaking apart. He wasn't able to sleep anymore. He'd sit up in bed as Annabelle would watch him, trying to get to sleep, fearful for her son's sake and her own sake. She couldn't take it anymore. He would just sit in the bed all night, staring at their baby, hours on end. Annabelle had to get away, but she had only family living, living far away. In Cuba somewhere. She didn't have enough money to take Timmy with her, but maybe she could go talk to her family and make an escape plan later with them. It 
took her six months to get up the courage to finally go to Cuba. Steve was getting continually worse, and Annabelle needed, needed to make her move now. When Steve found out about her plan, he became extremely agitated. See, Steve? This is why... This is why I didn't tell you about going to visit my family. I just need a little break. You've been scaring me and little Timmy, and, and I, I just need some time. I just need some time alone, she told him. She wept, but there was nothing that he could do to, to, to persuade her to stay. I'll only be gone a few days. Not even like an entire week, she cried. The following Friday... Annabelle left, and Steve was alone for the first time in years. And now he was also in charge of protecting their little baby son. Steve tried not to sleep until Annabelle returned home. It would only be less than a week. He could do this. He's done it before. But he was much younger then. And one night, he did pass out from exhaustion. Little Timmy was at the foot of his bed, sleeping as well. Steve was then awoken in the middle of the night to the sound of his baby crying. That's when he realized he was paralyzed again. His brain started to cave in from fear. He saw the shadow gathering in the corner of the room, and the baby's cries became laughter. A, 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 deep, a deep, disturbing, unchildlike, guttural laughter as the shadow completely surrounded the crib and then silence he was frozen in the room in dead silence for hours he was only able to move again when the sun began to rise and spread light through his room he stood up and slowly walked over the crib and when he looked inside It was empty. <laughs> Midnight in the sewer, everybody. I hope you're having a fun time. Uh, happy early Halloween. We're going to be having fun all, uh, all the way up to Halloween. Then after that, we're going to have more fun. Right? Right, Diane? I thought so. Okay, we're going to uh, let's uh, let's listen to uh, Don Quist with Nucleus. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat, and I hope you hang around even though it's late, you late night warriors.
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat. <clears throat> Grinding up some some goodness. Well, you know, I should... Diana, the phone line's open. We don't screen calls here. If you want to call in, you could uh, uh, give me a call right now. Let's see if the uh, phone line has anything going on here. Let's. Where's the phone? Oh, there's the phone. Okay. Uh, let's... Let's listen to voicemail. The phone line is now open. It took me only an hour to open it up, but it's, you know, you got to do what you got to do and you got to do it sometimes. Whoa. It's got a lot of voicemails. What's going on here? They all just came in right away. Like, this is weird. Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Uh, the inbox had like 20-something before, but there's only a couple of new voicemails showing. And now there's like 30, and I think they're all showing now. Uh, if, if you want to call in and talk to me live, you could, or we could listen to a whole bunch of voicemails. Let's listen to some more right now. I'm getting pranks. I think um, you ever start to wonder if 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 life is real. That's that's the ultimate uh, question, isn't it? Like, is is this all really happening? Weird stuff starts going on. You like telemarketers call you, right? But there's got to be a lot of people fucking around with a lot of these telemarketers because these telemarketers are fucking around with a lot of people. And I think the rabbit hole of uh, fuckery is getting pretty big. Uh, let's listen to one more voicemail. I'm, I just I need to do a test because I think I might be part of a conspiracy. Nick the Rat. It is pre-Halloween, but I don't mean to scare you. I don't mean to scare everybody in the sewer chat, but have you ever experienced a spooky dookie? I'll say that again. A spooky dookie. Dookie. Spooky dookie. Oh, yes. Hello. Why? I'll wait your response. I I was very concerned about... 300 uh, spooky dookie, and I was just radio. wondering, Bubby, bye. If you've heard about it, and uh, I left the voicemail, but then I thought I gotta call you and tell you to your face. I think I'm having a spooky dookie right now. How did you? How did you break out of the voicemail into the real world? It was it was crazy. It was just crazy. I I thought 
I'd leave a voicemail and then wait, like I need to talk to you for real. I've had, I've had a fair share of spooky dookies. Do you want to know? Do you want to know about the spookiest of the dookies? Uh, Always, always. The spookiest of the dookies is when it's the never ending wipe. You ever see those uh, the videos of like somebody's in the shower and they keep they're washing their hair and they keep pouring more shampoo in and they're starting to go crazy? Yeah. Imagine yeah. imagine yeah. that with your butthole. Now that oh, is a spooky dookie. That. Oh. Well, I it's like it's I mean you could spread your cheeks and then you go down. And then and then uh and then a cleanup is uh is is pretty simple from what I've heard. It's usually a pretty simple cleanup unless there is a Taco Bell involved and then Oh then that's just a, an extra variable. Then then it's the all bets are off the table. The Taco Bell shit all over the place. Uh, the the walls of the of the toilet uh bowl itself. And then even when you shit, that that other shit is it ricochets. It ricochets off the porcelain back to your butt. So you so really like bidet is totally they make sense. They make sense. It's like a pinball machine in there. Oh, absolutely. Total pinball machine. There's Crazy. somebody in the chat room named Spooky. I bet you every poopy they do that's a dookie is a spooky dookie. <laughs> I I think I think you're right. I think you might be right. It's the spoopy. Spooky. Spoopy. Spoopy doopies. <laughs> Spoopy doopy. Poopreport.com. Who got the name well, who got the name shit? Name shit? Yeah, who got to who who gets to we get all name shit, right? It just oh, matters about how big oh, your cult is, right? Shit. Oh, yeah, I know. Who gets to name all this stuff? Like, sloppy doopies. Sloppy doopies was was sloppy doopies before uh, spooky doopies, dookies, or what was it? An like, alley ookie. Ew, is that when you throw a poopy? A spook? <laughs> this is because <laughs> you're like holy poopy, and then you like <laughs> throw it. You know, in one direction. Be a very interesting doctor, doctor shit book. Doctor shit. <laughs> be poo play. The whole book would be poo play. Ugh. Poop. Sell. It would sell poo well play. in Germany. I think it would. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I, does that upset Germans if I said that? Like, do you ever wonder about uh, – because like what if I said that would upset uh, America or what if I said that would upset uh, uh, Alaska or some, some other country? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that would be – Yeah. Do you think uh, me saying poop jokes about Germany is, is OK? Am I going to get canceled for – I think poop jokes really are – like poop is the great equalizer. That's true. So I should instead of making fun of Germans, I should just make fun of Earthlings because I'm sure there's 
Everybody mm. poops. Everybody poops. Everybody is a butthole and everybody poops. I also think that um, some some places appreciate poop jokes more than others. That, I believe. I heard the church on Sundays. I, I usually don't go there, but I heard they love uh, if you go in there and you, you talk to people about poop behind closed doors. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe and, in uh, in Germany, it's true. I don't know. I've heard church is a great place to fart. They have a lot of great farts on the wall by great masters like Da Vinci and all of that, and Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. Donatello, oh, Leonardo, awesome. Raphael. Those guys farted all over their artwork. It's, it's it is instilled in the artwork with with the fart. Well, and the church was the only people that could pay people. They were the only ones that had money. That's true. And the only place, places where you could in, in, encapsulate those farts. Like, isn't the church the only place in town made of stone? Like, the whole town is usually made of, like, wood. And people would just come in and burn yeah. the place down, but the church would be left because they got to bury all the people. The church is like the... Well, the church, like, yeah, being stone, like, built in stone, for sure. That's like a hot box of farts. Man who farts in church sits in own poo. Thank you, Wolfie Wingnut. <laughs> well, it, it, it is like, it's it's like burping out of your butt. And, 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 and poo is just sitting there. And then... The air is coming off of the poop and then out into the world. Luckily, I've never had this issue, um, at least recently. But imagine, uh, what if you poop your pants? If you poop your pants and and there's people around, do you think they'd be, uh, you know, you could just be like, oh, guys, I just just pooped my pants. I'll I'll be leaving now. Do you think they'd be okay with that? Yeah. Or or do you? I think. I think it goes uh, different places. I mean, some places, I would hope they would give you a standing ovation and other places. This person uh, shit themselves. uh, Yeah, just like a golf, you know, from a golf clap to bravo. Great shit. Great shit. Excellent. Great job. You gotta Thank shake. You. Thank you. You gotta shake it down so it goes onto your <laughs> foot, and then you kick it up with the ceiling, and you tell people ghost did it, and you say it's a spooky poo. Spooky poo. I, soccer players could probably do it pretty easily. Oh yes, yes. That's how they train. That they. That's uh, all of them. All the footballers in Europe. That's how they train. The poo ballers. Poo ballers, yeah. Yeah. So they get made fun of uh, when they're in school. They say, oh, oh, you're just a poo baller. Like, no. Filthy poo ballers. You stubby, filthy poo baller. And then (laughs) then they go ahead and they're rich. The original. Football fight 
was with poop. Like they're just throwing each other's fecal matter at each other. (laughs) The shit games. Shit game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry is tossing the is poo, it? the poo ball, the old poo ball. Anyways, <laughs> it held together very well. Oh yes, yes. Now, now rugby that was a little different. I mean, the it was a a real ball, but it was filled with poo. So. If it uh, if if it exploded, you got poop everywhere. That would be a great. That would, I'd watch that. That'd be a sport. I'd watch, it'd be like monkey in oh, the middle yeah. or something. So you try to get you don't want you don't want the poop ball to explode on you. There could be like a little explosive in it, and like the there yeah. could be like a voting machine. You could choose when the the ball explodes with poo. Oh yeah, yeah. Just you'd you'd vote for it. It's like I vote for the one with the least amount of poop. I mean, all of them have poop in it because that it's rugby. That you play with a ball full of poop. Blow the poo and now! Blow rugby. it now! Rugby. Blow it now! <laughs> rugby would be a cool middle name. I am Nick Rugby the Rat. Nick Rugby the Rat. Uh, I like the I like the double alliteration. That's I like that. That's cool. You're filthy. <laughs> oh, filthy! <laughs> filthy caller is what I'll go by. I'll go by. Filthy. Do you just, do you just call caller. radio shows and and tell people that? Uh. You save save that for the smoker. Save that kind of save that kind of talk for the smoker. <laughs> I I I thought I would share it with you, Nick the Rat, on three hundredth episode of Nick the Rat Radio. I couldn't not. Well, thank you. Uh, have you ever farted in a in a steam room? You ever go into a steam room like a sauna? Yeah. A sauna, have, because people are definitely farting in there, right? And there's more than one person in a sauna. You don't just get a private sauna. No, no, no. Unless it's in your house, and people do that. <laughs> Moist fart room. Servo, <laughs> you're right. It's a moist fart room, exactly, exactly. And then it just—it's it, not like air. It's it's moist. It's moisture in the is that. The fart couples to the moistness, and it just hangs in the air, and it just goes up your nose. It's pretty cool. Uh, uh, Carol, that's before before I hang up on you. I just want to say that this was the most <laughs> disgusting call I've ever had, and I blame Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want seven seven nine five nine two three. Hey Nick, it's uh, me, long time listener. I uh, I've always listened to your podcast, but I have a I have a hard time uh, maintaining attention, not wandering off mentally, staying focused, and being with you the whole time, sir. 
What can I do to have interest? What am I supposed to do to have interest, sir? There's a there's a pill for it for you. It gives you a a rock hard brain for a few hours. You could uh and with a rock brain, usually you could listen to Nick the Rat Radio. Try it out, caller. We got uh we got some more voicemail. We got a whole bunch here. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three I was listening to Nick, and I was holding on my dick. I was listening to the rat. While my dick was big as a bat. They say Nick from New York. They say Nick has Blimbart. What did you just say? And they say Mr. Nick Dorat. Sometimes I fall asleep when I'm playing harmonica and having sex. So. Wait, wait, wait. Sometimes Nick the Rat. I thought you called me a soy boy for living sometimes in New York. Sometimes Nick the Rat, just sometimes. I can listen to. Play it for me, Rick. This is Nick DeBrett. Uh, Diane, can you make a note? Uh, write this down. We're going to make a harmonica, harmonica, harmonica sex toy. Harmonica. We'll call it harmonicum. It's going to be a vibrating uh, sex toy. You put it on the, the labia and the clitoris and the vaginal canal somehow. Maybe hook up some ovaries and large intestine, and uh, the amygda obligata. I don't know. We, uh, but let's listen to a song really quick, so I could use the bathroom. We got think chill with cold. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Nick Threat.
Hey, everybody, it's Zindu here. Let's see what we got. Hey, hey, we, first of all, Big Rat, 300 episodes. I wonder how many episodes you, when you hired me. You hired me maybe like 100 episodes ago. I don't know. You used to steal that news from, uh, whoa shit, whoa shit news you stole from them. Uh, yeah, that was, that was probably not the best idea. I hope they never uh, flag your shit. <laughs> yeah, copyright strikes left and right. Your show is doomed, Nick. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It was, uh, you commented over it. Though it's, it's fucking legal or some shit. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, thanks for bringing me on board to this wild, crazy fucking circus ride of a podcast you got going on. You're welcome, Zindu. Jeez, that's heartfelt. Stop with the mushy shit. Get to the news. What do we got here? Nicki Minaj said uh, she, she doesn't want to she doesn't want to get a vaccination because if she does, uh, her cousin's husband or cousin got like giant testicles and erectile dysfunction, and then then his wife to be left him or some shit. Uh, she made up this whole crazy story, and oh boy, oh boy, when somebody with a million follower followers says anything or even more, actually, how many followers does Nicki Minaj have? Let's see, Nicki. Nikki Minaj Who's that other girl? Cardi B. They're like the same person, aren't they? I think they might be sharing the same bodies. They just switch eyebrows. Uh, Nikki Minaj. I think she was removed from Twitter. She's probably removed from Twitter. She's not even there anymore. They just they just deleted her account. Uh, yeah, she's gone. There is no Nikki Minaj. I don't think so. Let me. Is it Mickey? Mickey Mouse? Mickey or Nikki? Nikki? Nikki Minaj? Minaji? Met. Menage toi, Nikki Menageois. All right, she got a profile here on Twitter. She has twenty two point six million followers. Uh, yeah. So when somebody with that many followers says that their their uh, cousin's testicles blew up, they're gonna get crazy on you. Uh, everybody came out. Everybody came out of the woodworks and, and she, well, let's let's read her latest tweet. It was actually a retweet from some. I don't even know who this is. Somebody with a thousand followers. Somebody with twenty two. Nicki Minaj has twenty two million followers, and she retweeted somebody with a thousand. Let's let's read this tweet here. When will people learn that Nicki Minaj is not going to be backed into any damn corner? Y'all are not gonna freely tarnish her name and gallop away unchecked with your twisted agenda slash forced narratives. She is taking hold of all the power and influence she holds. Proud of you, Nicki. Yeah, okay, so it looks like uh, looks like she's got one or two fans out there totally backing her up. And then, like, the rest of the planet's attacking her. Whatever, whatever. Uh, you know what? My hat's off to you, uh, Sticky, Sticky Minash. Uh, I'm sure you, you may, I've heard a couple of your songs. It's, it's whatever, you know, but I've heard it, and I didn't give you any money, so, so thank you for uh, adding something to something out either way who cares let's see what else do we have in the news here uh we got anything there's really nothing going on let's go to the news feed blah 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 let's see here oh god the, the news week is just commenting on on tiktok Tik tiktok is like the new thing it's it's like kids kids don't want to get involved with uh shit old people do because old people don't want to get involved with shit uh, kids do because uh, you go to jail and shit for that. So, so they got a uh, TikTok seems to be the next generation's uh, CNN, I guess, or Time Magazine. So this this is on Newsweek. I guess, well, I guess you know Newsweek's not the paper of whatever. Teenagers are known to be sleepy 
late and messy, often leaving a trail of dirty laundry and washing in their wake. Their bedrooms usually look like a war zone. Okay, whatever the fuck. What am I reading here? Tiffany Hammer of L.A. filmed her 16-year-old's messy room and shared the clip on TikTok. Wait, hold on one second. I thought it would be the 16-year-old filming the messy mother. Why is the mom using it? And why are you posting your 16-year-old's room on the Internet? This is all fake. It's got to be. Or, uh, you know, if I was that 16-year-old, I'd sue my mom and I'd move out and I'd set the house on fire. And I'd, I'd fucking post it on OnlyFans. Uh, when your teen won't clean her room, the bed is unmade. Okay, let's see here. She bought some black rice and scattered it. Uh, she scattered it around the room, mimicking, mimicking rodent feces. Oh, okay. So she got her kid to clean her room by putting black rice on the floor and saying you have rats. You just got to tell... There you go, Mr. Nick the Rat. We just got to tell all the fans out there that that you're in their house and they'll clean up. There's never going to be a messy person again. I was trying to pull off a spooky poo. Good God. The news. All right. Actually, this, this article looks interesting, but... Uh, I might save that one for a little bit later. Yeah, let's save that one for later. Lisa. Let's read this one here. This is, uh... Ow. This one, this is from, uh... Toto Disca. I don't know what that is. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I agree. Here's my information. Uh, yeah. The immune system is strengthened according to Harvard experts. How the immune system? Let's see. Hidden let's rats. see if the Harvard experts know how to... Uh, uh, make the immune system work better. I'm just going to read this here sentence right here. I don't even know what I'm reading, but we're going to read it. As it is logical, the body works better, the better nourished it is. However, we must not forget that external factors with which we must finish if we want to be more protected. For this reason, Harvard experts have developed a series of guidelines to avoid being exposed to more serious health problems. Don't play in the streets. Drink clean water. Drink running water. Don't drink your feces. Wait, I'm joking. Let's see here. Uh, they got do not smoke. Do not, wait, like your meats? Don't smoke your meats? All right, Harvard. Uh, follow a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Rich. Diet rich. Diet rich. Hey, follow a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Exercise daily. Be a healthy weight. Don't consume alcohol. Get enough rest. Take measures to avoid infections. Minimize stress. Well, thank you, Harvard. You guys are... F- I understand why people in Harvard are so revered and that they're very, they're considered to be smart. You know, like if you go, like I went to Harvard. And then you come out of Harvard and then you tell people, you know, uh, exercise. You want to be healthy? Exercise. You know, fuck, yeah, I, was, I went to Harvard. Oh, my God. You guys will uh, fucking give people money for anything. Like, oh, yeah, here, here you go, Harvard. How much is it to go to Harvard for a year? Let's see, Harvard tuition. Price average Harvard tuition price average. Let's find out here. Fifty thousand dollars, and then if you want a room, another ten. Board another seven. Oh, so it's gonna be around seventy thousand dollars. Like oh my oh my goodness. So you go to you give. You give the, these people $70,000 so you could come out and you could tell the public if they want to be healthy, exercise. That's it. I'm going to send my kid to YouTube U. 
Anyway, this is Zindu. Uh, happy 300 episodes, Nick. I'll be back a little bit later with uh, more Zindu news. Hopefully, well, there's a little well, bit uh, something more juicy than that. That was that was not juicy at all. Anyway, uh, that's pretty juicy. Yeah, I'm I throwing it, it back to you. Here, catch. <laughs> You're such a cheese ball. Uh. 917-719-592-259-2523. Sometimes they're very tough in your class, especially when you live in a sewer. Oh. Oh. A few people in there. Back there trying to warm. Hello? Oh. <laughs> Maybe listen to some voicemails, see if anybody wants uh, the voicemail. Uh, yeah, I don't have 7195. Hey, Nick, this is uh, Matt's cat. Hey. Um, I'm really excited about this new... Hello? Hey, hello from Spearfish. How you doing? Happy 300th uh, uh, week, I guess, yeah. I guess it would be the oh, 300th week. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's been a good run, and I've loved every second of it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And congratulations. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to thank the Academy uh, and uh, my parents. Uh-huh. Mom, you, Mom you, had, you have some beautiful tits. And Dad, you, mm-hmm. Dad, if you ever hear this, give me a call. Yeah. Dude, and and also, rest in peace to Norm MacDonald. He was one of my heroes, and I lift a a shot to him. Make God laugh. Cheers. Cheers to Norm. Yeah, 61. Mm -hmm. He had cancer for the past 10 years. Yeah, he was just quiet about it, and and I get that because, you know, then I would have been bummed out for way longer, and then bummed out now anyway, you know. Yeah, I would have been. And so I, I think I think he did us a real years. a real favor. Yeah, yeah. So good for Norm. He, he, incredible career. One of the funniest people who ever lived because he was one of those comedians that he didn't just say funny things; he said things funny. Like, any time he'd say anything, it was pretty much always fucking hilarious. I remember uh, not understanding his comedy and not thinking he was funny when I was, like, a teenager. When I was, like, uh, experiencing <laughs> SNL, I was like, this guy, uh-huh. this guy's not, I don't, I don't get this joke, this, this joke, he's just saying words. And then, and then I was like, oh, he's fucking funny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, well, and and I, I'm still thinking about uh, the spooky dookie because when I first heard it, it was on this very episode, episode 300 of this fine podcast, and my already, first thought it? was, <laughs> I w- I'm listening right now. That's how I heard about it. We're live. Yeah, we've been live this whole time. Oh fuck! I hope so. Diana, are we recording this? She just ran away. Um, uh, oh, okay. The spooky dookie. Well, anyway, yeah. This when I when I heard the spooky dookie, I thought of something way different 
than uh, uh, you and Carolyn did. I thought it was just another name for a reverse Blumpkin. Well, that's when um, that's when you shit. You yeah, that's when that's the when toilet. the guy has his head in the toilet. Yeah, his pants are completely off, and he's pulling right on top of himself while a lady is uh, a nice lady is uh, you know uh, sucking the lollipop there. And it's oh. gonna get. Covered in chocolate. And that's, I thought that was what the spooky dookie was also referencing. Imagine if you had like a fondue poop and it was like a spooky fondue, <laughs> spooky fondue, like ghosts just coming out of your butthole. You're, 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 you're uh, yeah. on your back and your ass is up and just constant stream of. Well, and mysterious I am reliably informed by some of the gross people in my life, uh, uh, they say that when they actually plan ahead for the spooky dookie, the reverse blumpkin, as I always thought of it, and um, uh, like they would eat the right stuff so it would have the exact right consistency. And this is this is always where I tell, please t- stop telling me about this. <laughs> yeah, but they they eat um, uh, like the, the foods that um, like and the right combination of what makes it um, like one if you eat. Uh, a lot of fiber, it'll be more firm. But if you eat a lot more like fruits and stuff, it'll be more runny. Well, and is they, this why people eat uh, asparagus? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do, yeah. Oh, that's for your pee, though, I think. That's not for your poo. But asparagus, a, it should work. For, it's, it it's doesn't fibers. do wonders for anyone's poo, though, either, Nick the Rat. Let's be real. Especially for pigeons. Does that happen to pigeons? Because pigeons poo and pee out of the same hole. They got They got one hole. It's it's more efficient because they're smaller. They need to fly. So it makes pigeon, sense to me. If a pigeon eats asparagus, they're gonna be. Uh-huh. It's gonna like it'll weaponize pigeons. Oh, absolutely! That's why you're not allowed to. It's actually a federal offense to feed asparagus to pigeons and rice. You can't give them rice or yeah. Asparagus. That's a minimum of nine year sentence because that's how you weaponize pigeons. They're like. Um, and they don't talk about it because they don't want to give pe- assholes ideas. That's true. Yeah. And then trust also. The science. <laughs> yeah, trust the science. So anyway, um, uh, the other day I worked one of my coworkers, you know, uh, I was like, all right, all right, we've slowed down just enough. I, I can finally go drop a deuce. And uh, he's like, he just looks at me and he says, Stillwater, pee-pee time is not always poo-poo time, but poo-poo time is always pee-pee time. Give the John shit for me. And then I took off so I didn't shit my pants. I never understood why people have to talk to you about the the, the facilities. Like, how can you go use the bathroom? They don't need to. They don't have to make statements about it. You just have to let them know that you're you're off there, and then you'll be back whenever the fuck you want to come back. After you've done zapping that ghost, flipping that poo. This is this is because I work with a bunch of ki- uh, cooks, and we are all waiting. Very highbrow uh, and sophisticated animals. I thought it's just because so there's we like always a line joke about that. everything. It's probably fights. Is there, do you have a key for the bathroom? Is there is there a lock? Is there a do key? No, no, no. There, there, there is a lock and there's a combination. Oh, so it's a mental do key. 
to take your spooky mm-hmm. poopy. Yeah, that's it. and and that's because like you know in the in the main restaurant there's only uh, one ladies' room and one men's room, and then you have to go all the way outside and then around to the upstairs area to go poo poo in uh, the office bathroom. Do you ever change the the combination? Nice. You ever change the What's combination? Up? No, I'm I'm not an asshole because if I if a cook shits their pants, they have to go home and change their pants, and that might fuck us in the end. Yeah, but guess I, what? No, no, you gotta tell the, they're getting their dicks kicked in. You got to no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here, Stillwater, because you're gonna have okay. an issue one day okay. in the future. Uh, if mm-hmm. you don't update the combination to the the shit room, mm-hmm. you're gonna have ex cooks releasing hell. What is that? They're that gonna, hasn't been a problem. They're going to come into your, your restaurant. They're going to unzip their pants and release the Necronomicon. Uh, no, 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 no. They're going to sneak uh, in there. They're, they're going to put cameras in there. They're going to watch built, you. There's a fail-safe built into uh, this particular facility, and it's actually quite brilliant. There is absolutely no you air eat, conditioning or cooks? heating oh, okay. in this oh. bathroom. Oh, I thought so you ate the So in the dead of summer, it's like, at work, if, if a, a regular bathroom is occupado, then you got to go up and have the sweatiest experience of your life. Because it, it might be hot on the line, but it also might be hot up in the bathroom. And then a, one of your coworkers had already uh, laid a brown egg uh, a very stinky one in that heat on top of that. So you're not going to go out of your way to randomly use that bathroom. Caller, I could taste, I could taste our conversation right now. Yeah. It's awfully balmy there. Yeah. Anyway, thank you again for 300 episodes. This is the most sophisticated highbrow community I have come across and everyone else are just a bunch of immature poopy face baloney heads. I gotta hang up on you before you get me sued. You can't just go around calling everybody uh... they're gonna come to me. They don't know who you are. I, I am like a wall protection. I'm like a VPN uh, screen. They they come 917 Five nine two three. I've been, trying, I've been trying to call all night, and I don't understand why I'm. I this is, you know. I like that call. You know what? I actually want to hear that again. I've been trying. I've been trying to call all night, and I don't understand why I'm. I this is, you know. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey, Nick. No, <clears throat> <coughs> uh, Nick. Nick the Rat. As I'm uh, brought here with your uh, other listeners and commiserating over the 300 episodes, um, I did just have to remember uh, in hearing your voice that there's no thing more beautiful in this world to hear than a baby's laughter or Nick's squeak. 
when you realize you're home alone and you don't have any kids. <laughs> Nothing like midnight in the sewer. Adios. A man's laughter is even better. Just type that into Google and you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's take a step back and do some math because you ever go to a party and you just say, hey, you whip out your calculator. You're like, hey, let's do some math. That's what people want to hear these days. They don't want to hear like fucking celebrity news or what dress somebody wore at some really expensive dinner that nobody else is attending that's a political bullshit hole. Nobody wants that. They want to do math. Uh, so let's do that right here. There you go. One, two, three, four. Let's listen to a song and we'll be right back. We got cyberpunkers with the truth.
let you know right now, man, you're doing great stuff, and I fucking love you, man, you're so rock. Nick the Rat! Property values are insanely high. Nobody wants to lower the rent because lowering the rent would mean that that commercial mortgage-backed security would be worth less money. And when that was worth less money and the property's worth less money, the city gets less money. And God forbid the city ever get less money. There are a lot of politicians that are going to say, we want to make the city more affordable. We want to help small businesses. We care about small business. We care about the disenfranchised, impoverished, lower middle class homes that can't afford to live in the city and that can't afford to do business here anymore. We're here for you. And then everybody in the public is going to go, yeah. And then the politicians are going to get in office. And then they're going to look at the reality, which is that, yeah, the city spends about 70 to 90 billion and about 30 to 45 billion of that comes directly from the fact that we have a bunch of overpriced properties. And the moment you do something to allow that property to be rented for less, the building is worth less. The building is worth less. The city collects less money in property tax. And then you have to figure out what to do with your insanely bloated government. And nobody wants to touch that. That is the third rail in New York City politics, and nobody is ever going to touch it. And until someone does something about this entire situation, it will just keep spiraling out of control until you get to the point where even Chase Bank can't afford to have their real estate in Midtown Manhattan. Anyone going to eat this meatloaf? Because there's nobody else. Edward R. Murrows is not around. NBC is not going to do breaking investigative journalism into this topic. Vice. Vice is too busy talking about how I did acid and ate a piece of shit from an uh, African warlord's crack to talk about anything that matters. Vice. <sighs> talk about a fall from glory. Who owns Vice now? Show Vice isn't on HBO anymore? Fucking ooh, man. Imagine... Ooh, man. Shout out to Gavin McInnes. Gavin McInnes. Shout out to Gavin McInnes. Imagine if you were at the helm of Vice, all the cool shit you could have done. Gavin, this is, I'm not talking about Gavin. I'm talking about Shane. Imagine, imagine what you could have done at the head of Vice News. Imagine the dynasty you could have built with Vice News. Imagine the rocket ship to truth, education, whatever, partner with Khan Academy. Imagine the cool-ass shit you could have done at, the, at prime vice, at billion-dollar vice, whatever. I don't even want to look up the evaluation, whatever, sickening, at fucking big, big money vice. Imagine what you could have done, built a dynasty, an information dynasty. You wouldn't even have had. You wouldn't even have had to to throw it all away to to go hardcore. You wouldn't have had to go into PizzaGate. You could have just been like stalwart. Like you could have done something legendary with Vice. Now what's Vice? Ten ten things I sucked on when I was on acid baking while I was pregnant. I got drunk off my own sperm. Ten ways I sucked off some guy in Mexico for tequila, cause I'm in college. I got in a bar fight to see what would happen. 
I got my ass kicked because I was on shrooms. Talk about, talk about spoiling everything. Talk about dropping a once in a generation opportunity. Talk about burning everything for nothing. Foolish motherfuckers. I bet that Shane guy from Vice, I bet he thought he was God. When he, when he heard that they were going to pay him a billion dollars or whatever amount of money, hundred million, whatever it was, he thought to himself, I'm God, rationality, bye-bye. Any semblance of journalistic integrity, any notion of doing, of sacrificing a little bit of money to do really cool shit, bye-bye. Forgot where I was at. Recontextualizing. Yeah, never trust a woman who's too healthy. Roger had a bad cold a couple of weeks ago. Oh, a cold, a puny cold. Why don't you get yourself a real female with something decent like mononucleosis or, or gallstones? Well, maybe she could catch something like that. The only thing she'll catch is you. And she'll take you off to some shady sanitarium and leave me to chiropractors and faith healers. I know when I'm not wanted. Oh, Oh, gee, Ma. Don't feel sorry for me. I'll just find a nice wet alley somewhere and curl up and wait for the end. Oh, please don't die till I get back, will you, Ma? I'll take care of you. I'll always take care of you. I promise. Yeah. Bye. Right, watch the TV, I'll watch the news, make you afraid of the news, you know? Put all these stories on, Iraq, Iran, North Korea, you know, try to scare you, you know? But does it ever really scare you? Like, you ever wake up in the middle of the night, ah, North Korea! <laughs> that little tiny country across the ocean. I wonder if they'll get me. <laughs> Plus, didn't MASH settle that like 20 years ago? <laughs> Why'd I have to watch that stupid show? There is one country that worries me, though. Not Iraq, not Iran, not North Korea. The only country that really worries me is uh, the country of Germany. I don't know if you guys are history buffs or not, but... Uh... <laughs> In the early uh, part of the previous century, Germany decided to go to war. And uh, who did they go to war with? The world. <laughs> it had never been tried before. And uh, so you figure that would take about five seconds for the world to win, but uh, no, it was actually close. And uh, Germany decides again to go to war, and again it chooses as its enemy the world. <laughs> and this time they have that guy, Schrankly, Schrankly, that guy. And I'm not even going to dignify him by saying his name, but I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you'd think at that point the world will go, listen, Germany. Here's the deal. You don't get to be a country no more on account of you keep attacking the world. You know, what, do you, 
What are you, you're on Mars or something? I gotta find food for Master. Food I gotta find for Master. For Master, I gotta find food. Maybe I can help. Who are you? My name is Leonora Clyde. I love you. Master wants food. Let the old goat wait. The night is young, and so are we. Master doesn't eat goat. Well, what kind of food does he like? Ooh! <laughs> That's more like it. Kiss me. What's the matter? Don't you like me? Too bony. Too bony? Nobody ever told me that before. Beef is better than veal. Ah, oh, you're such a dodo. What do you call this? Chopped liver? <laughs> Master would like more fat. Speak for yourself, John. My name is Seymour. My name is Seymour. That's my name, too. Uh, are you interested or are you just wasting my time? I never thought anybody would volunteer. Do you volunteer? Sure, I do. All right, if you're sure you want to volunteer. All right, my place or yours? I don't care. Well, flip a coin. I don't have a coin. Flip anything, silly. Well, there's a rock. Wet or dry? Wet. Because after all, if you die and your memory comes to an end and you forget who you were, being reborn again is exactly the equivalent of somebody else being born. Because we have no consciousness of our continuity unless we have memory. If the memory goes, then we might just as well be somebody else. But it seems to me that the fascinating thing about this is that although a particular set of memories vanishes, death is not the end of consciousness. In other words, we are deluded by a kind of fantasy. If we think of death as endless darkness, endless nothingness is not only inconceivable, but it's logically absolutely meaningless because we aren't able to have any idea, much less sensation of nothing, unless it can be compared with a sensation of something. These two things go together. And therefore, I think what is meant is that the vacuum created by the disappearance of a being, by the disappearance of his memory system, is simply filled by another being who is I, just as you feel your I. The funny thing, though, about being I, about feeling that one is sort of a center of the universe, is that you can only experience this I sensation in the singular. You can't experience being two or three eyes all at the same time. Now then, it seems to me that this idea has three very important consequences. One is that the disappearance of our memory in death 
is not really something to be regretted. Of course, everybody wishes to hold forever to the memories and to the people and the situations that he particularly loves. But surely, if we think this through, is that what we actually want? Do we really want to have those we love, however greatly we love them, for always and always and always and always? Isn't it inconceivable that even in a very distant future, we wouldn't get tired of it? And this indeed is the secret of the thing. This is why the demon of impermanence is beneficent. Because it is forgetting about things that renews their wonder. Just think, when you opened your eyes on the world for the first time as a child, how brilliant colors were, what a jewel the sun was, what marvels the stars, how incredibly alive the trees were. That's all because they were new to your eyes. Or in the same way you know how it is you've been reading a mystery story and uh, you're looking around the house, you want something to read, and you pick up an old mystery story. If you read it years and years ago and you've forgotten all about the plot, it still excites you. But if you remember the plot, it doesn't excite you. And so by the dispensation of forgetting, the world is constantly renewed. And we are able to see it again and again, and to love again and again, to have people to whom we are deeply attached and deeply fond, always with renewed intensity and without the contrast of having seen them before, 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 for always and always and always. Another consequence of this is a very curious realization to me. Remember that question, who would I be if my mother had married someone else? Who, if I were you, we often say, one might so easily have been you. I might so easily have been born in China and India. Why do I feel that the world is centered in this place as distinct from some other place? You jolly well know the world is centered where you are. And this gives one a very strange feeling of the idea that other people jolly well exist in the same sense you do. Everybody's name is I. That's what you call yourself. So, there will always be eyes in the world. Every eye is in a way the same eye. We all might be anyone else. And there is no escape. It goes on and on and on and on. So long as there is consciousness anywhere, there is I. You then, in a way, look out through all eyes. And that, perhaps, is the secret of the great virtue of compassion. Yep, yep. Welcome to New York, motherfucker. To the world. Hello. I wonder if you've uh, wondered why you're thinking all the time. 
And I also want to know, if you want to know what real love is. So how will you find that? How is one to find out what is real love if you're so interested? Well, so I'll help you. I'll help you start right now. You'll have to find out what is real. Will you not? So when is something real? Well, when is the only time something can happen? When it's happening right now. Now, I could throw this harmonica on the table and it could land right back in my mouth and I could play a blues chord. And I could have the memory of what I just did. But the truth of what happened has happened. The truth of what just happened is as it's happened. And the memory can never be true because the memory is just a reflection. If I had an idea of how to do that again, well, the idea would not be true. See, me and you are concerned with the absolute truth. You know, it's true mentally. I mean, according to memory, according to idea that, yes, uh, you know, all that stuff did happen. But the truth of it is as it's happening now. It cannot be repeated. It will not happen again. It's always new. The truth, you see, now happening. Life. And also, I can talk about what just happened. Those words, they will be true verbally, but they will not be the truth, you see. So if me and you are discovering that memory, ideas, and words are never true concerning the truth, if we, if we would like to get to that, or understand what the truth is. So, if thinking or memory or any action of verbalization will not let me directly perceive the truth, then what is the action of the mind that will let me, that will allow for... Uh, the truth to come into being if that's what has to happen. No, I don't know. I'm just a fool. So thank you for this. You're welcome for talking. We're, we're, we're going to play a couple commercials. Episode 300 is a, it's big, you know, so I had to sell a lot of commercial space. You know, look, you, you, you out there, I see, I see a few of you in those pipes getting ready to come out. Like, oh. Taking money from big corporations, you're such a fucking, you're a sellout, Nick the Rat. Fuck yeah. I gotta make my uh, megaphone bigger. Just for the, just for the people that, you know, want to listen. I need a, a larger, quieter megaphone. 
that's when life will be good. When we're all, uh, when reality is so quickened and spaced out that the the wolf's howl will be heard throughout all of reality if you want to hear it. Say I want to hear some wolves screaming at each other right now. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, you got any food? I'm hungry. I should be able to tune it, and they should be able to listen to me thinking about um, talking to people on the on the phone. 917-719-5923. Allergies suck. Totally, totally not, Rona. It's just allergies. Um, goddamn conifers. Fucking dogs, cats, aliens, um, trees. <clears throat> ragweed, I think <clears throat> that's getting me now. Dirt. Rag ragweeds. People. Ragweeds. Yeah. Dust. That's, skin. Um, fuck that stuff. <clears throat> Anyways, uh Roach excrement. Uh, there's uh dogs cat. Thrasher? <clears throat> Hypoallergenic. Alpoallergenic. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> I was calling to uh, say, hey, congratulations on 300. This is sewer. Oh. A huge party down here. We're popping... We're popping a single bottle of uh, Old English in the plastic bottle. We're living life to its fullest, absolute fullest. When else are you are you gonna be doing something like this? Every Wednesday. There's probably some chemical you could inject into your body through your face that'll make your allergies go away for a little bit. And then you'll just be addicted to eating those yummy little vitamins until um, somebody says that they're illegal. Then you'll, you're going to have to buy them from a space alien on the street corner um, because you're going to go to jail for a long, long time. Like that actor from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 917-719-5923. If you're in prison right now, give me a call. We could talk about maybe uh, you setting you up with a lawyer from another planet. One hundred percent and money back guarantee. Uh, hello, are are you a lawyer or are you in prison? I am a person in a dumpster. You're in a dumpster. So get- that's where raccoons live, and you're a, a proud associate man who lives in the sewers with the rats. Sir. Wait, you're a you're a raccoon. Yep. In the dumpster. Near a buyer's sewer. 
You... And soon there will be a gift coming to you. A handmade special gift soon coming to your P.O. box within the next week. It, 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 call, it, okay, look, raccoons are cool and all, but if you send me a spooky poo through the UPS, it will not be a spooky poo. Because UPS be does not pin. mean United States poo service. It's not the, it's. No, it will not be through poo service. Sir. It is a pin dedicated to all rats or a happy 300. Sir. But if you do something in your poo, it would, it would be appreciated. It, it will not be poo. It would be a nice fancy pin. Sir. A pin? It would be very opin- yeah. opinionated. No, it will be very op- appreciated. Yes. And it will be dedicated to all the rats of the sewer. I'll wear it. I'll put it right right about here. I'll put it right there. Sounds like a good spot. Huh? Caller? Yes. Are you a raccoon or a squirrel? My, uh, a raccoon. Am I a rat book? You're a rat what? A raccoon. Uh, we enjoy I got some, I got some weird shit going on on my shit. network. Yeah. Uh, a router that I unplugged like two years ago. This phone was connected to it. It wasn't letting me make phone calls. How did, so I you, had, did you eat your way forget. into this phone call? What's? I am so confused. Diane, what's yeah. going on with yeah. the phone line? It's Hurricane Nicholas, man. It's doing it. all kinds of nutty stuff. What? Nutty stuff? Caller? What the hell is... Diane, what is going on? Oh, fuck. Okay, we're going to... Oh yeah, there's a hurricane coming. There's always hurricanes coming. And I think in the the weather room they got like little cutouts of people and they put the names of them above the little cutouts and they're all just coming. Hurricane Annabella, Steve and Nick and they're all just uh they're all just a uh, you just Storms are all over the caller. Are you, are you calling from a storm right now? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's rained four inches here. Four inches. That's pretty deep. It's deep enough for 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 Nicholas. Yeah, it's pretty good. I guess right. It's up to my chin. I took a picture of a black bear today, standing standing up. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, you don't want to see that in the forest. Was he wearing pants? No, man, bears don't wear it. What? Well, if he was wearing pants and you took a picture of that, we could probably sell it to TMZ or something. If if the bear made it, it's... If, but, hey, so so uh, have you heard if they're going to retire the uh, the hurricane name or not? Or are you going to keep coming around? In the sewer, I'm gonna keep coming around. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Retire the name? What do you? What do you mean? What? What? Hurricane? That's a that's so, a beverage, right? Like a forty. What do you mean? There's a there's a drink called the Hurricane. 
Is there? Yeah, it's kind of like a Colt yeah, 45, a uh, Old English, uh, a Hurricane, I think, maybe? Or it's like a Is mixed it blue? Drink. Could be. Tastes like Tide. It comes, yeah, I've seen, seen it in a bottle. It's in like a weird triangular bottle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what are you talking about uh, retire, retiring names? Like after a hurricane gets a name, it never comes back around? No. So they they have a list of names that they cycle through. I don't know how many years it takes, but they'll reuse names until a uh, hurricane is considered like catastrophic damage or loss of life, and then they'll retire it. So there'll never be another uh, Hurricane Laura or Hurricane Rita or Hurricane Katrina ever again. Hurricane Genghis Khan, Hurricane Alexander, the hurricane. No, I don't. depends on what side of my the phone. Tell where I'm calling from. I'm. I see. I'm I, calling I'm, from Greece. I see your. I see you. You're in Greece right now. You're you're covered in it's. It's kind of it's, yeah. I mean, it's technically Mayo. Your, your you're psychic uh, abilities are. You need to re- re- get some more of those tapes that you had a few weeks ago for the psychic stuff. Are you a psychic? Call? Goodbye. Bearcock is difficult to contain, Ducky. What is going on in the chat room over here? It's bear pants. Come on, guys. You ever see a bear take a spooky poo in the forest? That's what swamp gas is. Swamp swamp bears? I don't know if if there are swamp bears, I would be terrified of them because they're fighting crocodiles and alligators. And I don't think a like maybe a brown bear could take on an alligator, but a swamp bear. I do think that the phone line is the conspiracy. Okay, look. This is real. This is gonna be this is gonna blow your mind. If I could record I get the those those people selling insurance and solar panels and credit line and car insurance and everything, and I always pick up and I always try to talk to somebody. And I think I've gotten myself involved into a situation. Now I've tried to it's very hard to get a a decent, well, uh, recording device on your phone because a, I think it's illegal to record somebody's, uh, conversation unless you tell them that you're recording. So what I'm about to play might be illegal, but I don't care because these people are illegal people. They're illegal, uh, voice people, uh, caller. Voice people. Hello. Caller, do you ever get uh, calls from uh, insurance people and stuff or some like weird, weird phone calls from people? Yes. Do you All ever, the time, actually. Do you take the call? I, I actually, in, in a way, it kind of makes me feel more lonely in that I get more random calls and texts from <laughs> assholes trying to sell me shit or asking for donations <laughs> actual people. than... My actual real life friends and family call him. Oh fuck! I just for, I just remembered it, it's my younger sister's birthday today. Oh my god! I'm an asshole. I forgot to call my younger sister. Um. Oh hey, Crease, if you're listening to this, uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry. Oh god, I'm an ass. 
<sighs> Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, um, what, 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 what were we talking about before that? Caller, would you like to buy some insurance? Are you still there? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. Oh, still, still water. I, I beat Final Fantasy 1. You did? I did. I beat oh, it. Oh, fantastic. And do you want to know why I'm a little upset? How did upset? that feel? It's, it's a why little Why are you a little upset? It's really stupid why I'm a little upset. But I'll explain. No. Uh, I... First, I'll tell you how okay. the game ended. Uh, uh, Servo, the white mage... I only had one party wipe. They made the game. They updated it so you mm-hmm. can kind of do quick saves and all that. Uh, I had one party wipe mm-hmm. on Chaos. I think that's his name after his, Ganondorf turns into death or some shit. Uh, not Ganondorf. Yep. That's, that's a good uh, summary of it. Yeah. yeah. I think his name is Chaos. That was the only time that I had a wipe in the party. And the second time I beat mm-hmm. him. Um, I didn't get all the treasure chests. And I didn't get the Steam uh, achievement for a hundred percent completion on it. Yeah, but you beat the game. Isn't I know, that enough? It 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 should be. But the fact that I've missed three random treasure chests throughout playing the the game, and I don't get the hundred percent completion little badge, makes me very mad. You know, you're starting to sound kind of like. The homeschool kid that gets to go to public school for the very first time when they're a senior and they have one class where they get an A minus and they just can't shut the fuck up about it. You know what I mean? You beat the game. You're already killing it. All right. I'll go off Why to Final Fantasy 2. Celebrate what I'll you did on. accomplish. You're, you're right. You're right. I'm going to yeah. move on to Final Fantasy 2. Dude, 2 is the one where you have to attach yourself to level up and it's fantastic it's annoying it's as masochistic. fuck at first i i heard somebody called in yeah. they said it's like whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. level up yeah 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 you, you gotta stab yourself and cast magic on yourself you have to like the way that the your spells level up is based on you have to cast your spell 100 times exactly in order to level it up and so you start the game off by um, doing uh, weak attacks on yourself to first build up your defense and your uh, hit points. And then after that, you, that's when you buy the spells that will uh, uh, cause damage. And then you got to cast that on yourself a bunch of times. And then that will up your uh, hit points and uh, it will level up slowly your uh, your spell levels. Now, it is this during like a, a random encounter? Do I have to get into a fight with an enemy? And yes, then you have to get up? do a random encounter to, in order to make this happen. Yeah. So get Although into a you fight can and heal then yourself. yourself. Yeah, and then you can heal yourself outside of battle, and it still adds up in, in the points to level up your cure spells. Can you heal yourself you during the battle? Just right. If you do this just right, you can become ridiculously overpowered super early in the game. It's slow and it's sluggish at first, but then after a while, like you get to the point where every part of the game for the rest of the time is easy super easy. easy, barely an inconvenience, <laughs> except for the, um, like you only have three uh, permanent uh, party members 
And then throughout the game, when you get to different plot points, you'll have different, like, uh, uh, temporary player characters that will come in and join on. Don't waste a lot of time with those until you get to the, uh, the pirate lady who turns out to be a badass and then the, uh, that dragon knight that you get to have at the very end of it. And so replace two of the people with two more people. Can you pick who the first four are? Oh, no, there are three permanent player characters that you get to keep the whole time. And don't worry, you'll be able to max out those characters without barely even trying as long as you have time and an automatic clicky guy that can uh, do random battles for you. <laughs> probably. I think they and probably built that people in. people do it. There was a... Um... Yeah, yeah. Speed oh, up for sure, for yeah. Final Fantasy One. Like if I play, yeah. it took twenty but then, hours. To but then win. there's like a a a third um a slot because you can have four people in your party, and it's not like you get to choose so much as if you're at this chapter of the story, you get this other player character that is there with you for a little while, and um I can't go into any more of that without any spoilers, and I don't want to spoil this for anyone. If you spoil it, I will give you. I, I will send you a spooky poo. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, you can send those through the mail. I heard a rumor that uh, did you um, did you say you don't uh, get dressed Jared up? Jared Leto spent, sent a spooky poo to Heath Ledger's ghost uh, over ghost mail. He probably did. Yeah. You ever wonder what Jared Leto is up to you know. doing right now? Like who? The the I don't know. I really like the guy, and I love his. I don't agree with his methods as an actor because I don't like method acting. But I do love his spirit and his tenacity uh, as an actor, and I think that's wonderful. And I think he got fucked over by the studios that you know because he did, he did a lot of work to get into character, and then. He only got like a tiny bit of screen time and it didn't make his character look good. You know, I, I think he got I think he got screwed over on that deal. And I hope that that the WB gets the balls to give the Jared Leto Joker a fucking chance to actually do his fucking you know, like hilarious and simultaneously scary Joker thing. Because I know that that's Jer- what Jared Leto wants to do with the Joker is to be goofy and over the top in a different way, in a punk rock way that is somehow still scary on like a horror level that is just a, a little bit different from what Heath Ledger did with the Joker. And that's my two cents on that issue. First, I want to say Hayes is crazy. 2004, that's old. And uh, Joker is would be a good thing and a bad thing. Like, why not just have a whole new character for him to play? It just requires the good good writing. If there's a good writer making a new character, Jared Leto, Leto could kill it. He was great in, in uh, Cyberpunk with uh, uh, yeah. that, that movie that came out in 2049 with uh, Heath Ledger mm-hmm. and uh, Indiana Jones. And he was really good in that yeah. as that crazy doctor dude. He, yeah, his Joker character was just written bad because it was. Uh, but 
I I would rather just see him I, I have a whole has, new role than, than a Joker character. And um, I haven't seen the Q3 Snyder the Cut, but uh, with my friends who love that angle of the kind of fucking movie, they're like, yeah, uh, his oh. Joker in, um, in the uh, Snyder Cut Justice League. Color. Color got lost in the spooky poo. 917-719-5923. Hello? Is there anybody? Oh, wait. I was telling you about the conspiracy. I have to get through this. It's getting, This is going to be a long show, people. That We have a lot of content to go through here. Uh, I recorded one of these conversations. And the, the person I'm talking to reveals a lot of information. Let's just listen. This is actually pretty creepy. This is real. What you're about to listen to is not a production from any sewer scientist. This is uh, me talking on my private phone, okay? With one of these phone scammers. And I just listen to what happens because it's just really, really weird. Hello? Hello? The number you have dialed is not in service. Please check the number and try again. I called them. I called them back. Funding department, this is Golden speaking. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, I just got a call from you. You're uh, offering are you some... For a line of... We provide business loans and lines of credit. Is that what you're interested in? Oh, credit. I'm sorry. I thought there was something about uh, prostitution. No. Oh. All right. Frank Wright. Frank Wright? That's my uncle. No, you're Frank, right? I'm not Frank Wright. My uncle's Frank Wright. No, you're you're Frank Benson. Frank, Frank Benson over? It's okay. You have a good day, though. I love you. Now, I don't know who Frank Wright or Frank Benson is. Frank. So there's a. There's some scam going on with Frank Benson. Battlefield 2142. I I still play Dota, uh, Apex, uh, Quake Champions, uh, Quake Champions and Apex are probably the main two FPS games that I still play. That Looper game or whatever seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, I don't know what that whole phone call was about right there. That was weird stuff, right? That was pretty weird. Uh, we have to do some math right now. You, <laughs> I, 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 I fuck with these people, but... I've never heard them ask me if I had I had a phone scammer guy, some Indian dude, call me call me back on my number directly and just start cursing me out because I mess with them all the time. I don't have recordings of it, but it's it's happened. Take my word for it, it has. 
I was actually holding the phone up to the microphone in the studio. It just so happened to happen while I was at the the, the recording place for that phone call to have happened. So Frank, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I might have just uncovered something insanely weird. I don't know. I don't know who this Frank guy is. Frank 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 Wright is not my uncle. But when I said he's my uncle, then he said Frank Castle. Let's do a little bit of math really quick here. Uh, one, two, three, one, two, one. Uh, we're here. We're here in the timeline. Let's listen to Zindu. One thirty-five in the. It's one thirty-five. We've been going on for eleven to twelve to one, to two and a half hours so far. Up Nick the Rat Radio. It's a big party in the sewer. Here's to you, uh, listeners, late night people. Frankie Frank Futter. I gotta hear that again. I'm gonna do a. I gotta do a Google. Uh, just the end part. I just want to hear the. Hello. And then I I call the number back. The number you have dialed is not in service. Please check the number and try again. So then I call the second number in the. Funding department. This is Golden speaking. Hi. Funding department. How are you doing? Hi, I just got a call from you. You're uh, offering Are you some. For a line of... We provide business loans and lines of credit. Is that what? You're... Looking for Lana. We provide business loans and credit. Okay. You're interested in. Oh, credit! I'm sorry. I thought there was something about uh, prostitution. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Frank, right? Frank Wright? That's my uncle. No, you're Frank, right? I'm not Frank Wright. My uncle's Frank Wright. No, you're you're Frank Benson. Frank Benson. <laughs> Who is Frank Benson? <sighs> See, I got him to give up the guy's last name. I if I kept talking to him, I could have probably got like the the pet the pet's name and the year he was born. Frank Benson. Frank Weston Benson, American artist. I think that guy's dead. Yeah, he died in the 50s. Now I'm really creeped out. Now, okay, uh, fuck. Um, what? Let's listen to a song really quick. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. This is uh, Luxie Music with Save Your Tears. Is that Luxie? Luxie Music, Save Your Tears. I saw you dancing in a crowded room. You look so happy when I'm not with you. But then you saw me cut your by surprise. I think a tear falling from your eye. I don't know why I ran away.
Pretty tricky head, isn't it? Partners, how would you like to surprise your pals like that? Well, you can with my new Roy Rogers Quick Shooter hat. It's by Ideal. And here's how the Quick Shooter hat works. Just press this secret button right here, and a replica of an authentic Western pistol pops out and fires. It's your secret weapon, even when they think you're unarmed. So get Ideal's new Roy Rogers Quick Shooter hat at your favorite store today, and you'll always be ready for anything. Ask for Ideal's new Roy Rogers Quick Shooter hat. Yeah, we're opening up these, uh, these uh, sewer shops. Just sugar. We sell sugar candy, candy sugar shops. Yeah, we're putting them around the country in um, in a sewer near you. You just go down there, and we got some of them. We have sugar. Sugar, sugar, like sugar, sugar, da da ba da 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 Basically everything is sugar. Even the containers where we keep the sugar candy is uh, sugar. And we make, uh, like, cereals and lunches and dinners, too. All all made of sugar, 100%. We call it the Sewer Meshuganas Sugar Shop. You, It's going to be around the country. Basically, we're even getting funding from the government. I think they're going to be putting us into school systems. <clears throat> it's fucking great. It's beautiful stuff. It's uh, 100% sugar. All different types of fucking genetically modified sugar. We got like tree sugar. We got we got human sugar. We got cat sugar. We got we got uh we got fucking we got all crazy types of sugars down here. Yeah, it's we it, it's we got mammoth sugar. We we got the DNA from mammoth. We fucking we chase his DNA up into a, a, a thick syrupy sugary substance, hundred percent sugar from uh, from mammoths. Basically, it's it's all different. It has different flavors and textures. It's it's very strange how sugar could be sugar but also not be sugar at the same time. And it's I I can't really tell you how exactly we do it, but. But all I can tell you is that if you want to come into the store, you need insurance. If you don't have insurance and personal protection uh, equipment, you can't come in. You can't eat in the store. You got to have, we got to see your paperwork. We got to see your ID, social security number, how high you are. We got to take your weight. Uh, we have to make sure that, you know, you don't get hurt from all the sugar we're putting into your body. You know how many people have heart attacks and shit every year? It's, it's fucking disgusting that we're selling you this stuff. But you motherfuckers keep buying it, so we're going to keep on selling to you. It's a, 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 a serious Sue's silly sugar shop. <laughs> Sugar in the sewer. We're selling. I don't even. know. I think I've been just eating straight sugar for the past thirty days. My brain. I don't even know. If, I think my brain is just sugar now. My name is uh, Sally Smalls. I'm the Sugar Man. They call me Hey Hey Hey, Mr. Sugar Man. They just made a movie about me. They're like, if you say sugar five times in the mirror in the dark, I'll come and I'll put like a frosted flake in your face and uh, shake your hand. But make sure you have personal protection insurance. You need sugar insurance. Uh, it's the new big thing going around, and you need to have uh, you need to have paperwork for it. We need to. You need to get your blood checked like five times a fucking day. So we, we, we're going we're gonna to hook up uh, pricks to your finger and shit before you come into the store. We got to draw blood. Basically, we're going to take your blood. Uh, we're going to probably process that and make little sugar packets with it. You could probably take it out of the store with you. It's going to be crazy. I don't know. We, we got crazy scientists down here. But but uh, don't worry about it. We're, we're going to take care of you. 
down here in uh, my sugar, ne- sugar shop in the sewers. Give us a call today, 917-795-923. Uh, make some reservations because if you want to come eat down here, you got to have reservations because we're always fucking jam-packed with all you fucking, you fat fucking Americans. You just love the show. You're sucking it down in straws and liquids. You, 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 put, it in, you put it in your water. You, 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 and it's great. I fucking love it. I can't even feel my toes anymore. I don't think I have any toes. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to be drawing blood for you to get in here. You just need to sign some paperwork and we need to, you know, get law, law, get the law and government involved in your, in your sugar consumption. We'll see you soon down in the sewer. Uh, Sammy's shitty sugar shop. <laughs> Nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. If you are a pussy, Ba la 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 la
Zindu is back, back one more time. This is my final appearance on episode 300. So cheers to you guys, and I'll see you on 301. Fuck 300. Ah, 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 ah. Maybe Nick will quit tonight. I don't know. Nick, when are you going to quit? I still have to pay off my um, spaceship insurance, so please don't quit just yet. Let's read a couple of more news articles here. I saw this one. This is about New York City. This is a, this is a good one. It's like one of those future things that are, it's on Yahoo Finance. New York passes the ba- uh, law. They passed, the, they passed this law that will ban all gas-powered cars to sales by 2035. So if you're in New York in uh, 21, another 12 years from now, you're not going to be able to buy a gas-powered car in a decade from now in New York. <laughs> I mean, no, nobody, nobody's going to want to live in New York ever again. Anyway, uh, and that means that there's going to be a fucking war between gas stations that have gas and electricity. And, and don't forget, people, to get the electricity into the car, into those big old gigantic lithium poisonous batteries. For cars, it's just you put the fucking shit in a gas can, in like a metal can. In, in a uh, in an electric car, you need to fucking put a very poisonous flammable, dangerous, explosive thing. You know, gas is explosive too, but uh, either way, uh, uh, oh boy. No fossil fuel powered vehicles will be sold in New York anymore. The state has passed a new law that bans the sales of the gas. I just read all that in the fucking title. Jesus Christ. Let's skip to the last paragraph. California also banned the sales of new gas powered cars by 2035 last year. And Massachusetts followed suit earlier this year. Meanwhile, Washington lawmakers tried to pass a law that prohibits sale of gas powered cars in 2030. But it was ultimately vetoed by Governor Jay Inslee. Wow, they just want to get rid of gas. They just want to poison the world with lithium-ion batteries. Anyway, that's, that should be a fun time 10, 13 years from now. Well, let's put, let me put that on my calendar. Uh, this article is for all the Bitcoin people. This is on CNBC. Ray Dalio. Who the fuck is Ray Dalio? Who knows? He's some old guy that probably has a lot of money. Says if Bitcoin is really successful, regulators will kill it. I agree with this. I think, uh, I think, uh, actually, no, I, don't, I don't know what I agree with. Let's just read the last paragraph. This is fun. I think it's worth considering all the alternatives to cash and all the alternatives to other financial assets. Bitcoin is a possibility. I have a certain amount of money in Bitcoin, Dalio says. It's an amazing accomplishment. It's accomplishment to have brought it. For, uh, to have bought it from where the programming occurred to where it threw the test. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Anyway, who could predict the future? This guy can't. But, you know, uh, you know, all right, all right. This is all stupid. This is all stupid stuff. Let's find some Ask Us Hindu questions. Let's see, what do we got in the ass? Uh, Dear Zindu. Dear Zindu, we got some, some questions here. Uh, uh, women starting to see through boyfriends, big talk. Let's read this one. Uh, Dear Zindu, I'm a 41-year-old divorced woman. My two grown children live with their dad. I have been in a relationship with quote-unquote, sir, talks a lot for 16 months. I feel like I love him. But 
I'm having lots of doubts. When I don't see him, it doesn't bother me. What? Okay. Uh, if I made a pros and con list, there'd be more cons than pros. What the fuck is she talking about? He talks nonstop. You know, I don't want to read this one. I'm going to say, hey, you sound like you're uh, annoying and you should maybe just fucking get a dog or something. That's going to be Zindu's advice for you. Get a dog. Uh, let's see. Is there anyone that, like, I just want a short ass Zindu. I don't want a fucking paragraph with some. This one's also like a paragraph. Is there any short? Give me, Give me a short one. Diane, Diane, give me a short ass and do pop it out. Come on. All right, here we go. Dear Zindu. No, this is, that's not a very short one. Jesus. Diane, come on. I helped him find you. You better help me out of here. Uh, dear Zindu, after spending it another night alone while my husband was out having a few beers with his friends, I decided to write him the following thank you note. Thank you for your countless time. Okay, I'm not reading this whole thank you note that you wrote to you. You know, don't, don't send any more dear Zindus in. All right, there's a bunch of you out there sending me these questions and you just sound like you need help that I can't help you with. You, you might need to go get a time machine, go back in time and, uh, stop yourself from uh, being born, maybe. Anyway, this is Zindu, and if you're still alive today, have a great evening, and uh, thanks for spending 300 episodes with Nick the Rat and a couple of those with me as well. And here's to 300 more. You better start paying me better, buddy. This is crazy. I do this shit for literally peanuts. I'm just very hungry. Zindu, coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. Zindu does like peanuts. He does like him. I've seen shells all over his work area. Diane, are there still shells on his desk? Yeah, she's showing me some pistachio shells. Then there's peanut shells. Walnut shells too? Co- Even fucking coconut. He's eating coconuts over there. Can you maybe scrape some out and give it to me? I like that. They're at totally bony. This motherfucker doesn't offer me anything. Uh, you gotta share with people, right? It's the whole point. Especially if you're like in the same area. Diane, you could eat his nut shavings, okay? You could, it's all yours. I don't want any of it. Okay. Okay. Um... Let's let's do a song here. Okay. We got LJ with motivational slap house. Thank you. 
Why have a boring beverage when you could drink sugar water? Sugar water is proven to have buckets of sugar in it, unlike natural tap water. Tap water is boring. It's not even extreme enough to make you feel modern, alive. Sugar water not only comes with the buckets of the sugars in it, we also add dye. Tap water doesn't have beautiful dye in it, does it? So normal. We also store our sugar water in little processed oil bottles. And you throw them away when you're done with them. Tap water doesn't have a fun little container you could piss into if there's no toilet around. Think about your life and how you want to live it. And next time you go for a glass of tap water, say fuck it. Today I'm living like I want to die tomorrow. Sugar water, coming out of the dark sewer network and into your mouth for only like a dollar and 69 cents. Fuck. Some sugar water. The artificial world is created for the purpose of trying to determine stock market futures. Uh... In the Matrix, uh, the premise is riding on the back of a tortoise, uh, which leads to the argument, well, if the earth is on the back of a tortoise, what is the tortoise standing on? And the old adage is, well, it's tortoises all the way down, hence what I said earlier. But all of these uh, mind plays, these flights of the imagination, they all stem from the same singular perspective, which is that you... Not me, not us, plural, but you. You are the center of the universe to be the singular consciousness by which all all things would revolve around. Uh, Just like God himself, a man who is self-created and eternal to gets bored and creates the universe just for something to do. Uh, or the original idea of the flat earth, of the the earth being the center of all things. It's it's this center-centric idea that... You're living in a simulation because only you exist, and everything around you has been created for you to convince you, to make you happy, to do something to make you feel content enough to be you, so that that's your purpose. It's all about purpose and the singularity of the individual consciousness. That's what is fundamentally rooted in all of these sorts of worldviews, and they all stem from this same seemingly unique to human perspective of the idea that the individual is the center of everything and all that we see, feel, touch, and everything is all there for us and it's put there for a purpose for, to, to be ours and you can extrapolate this back throughout um, you know, all human theologies. The argument that I would put to anyone who really wants to argue about simulation theory is the same argument that I put to you know, religions that have a, a singular creating deity. It's, it's two sides of the same coin. Why? <laughs> What's the purpose? And where does it come from? Those are the two things. So in simulation theory, in Veltem Drop, they, uh, they sort of postulate that the artificial world is created for the purpose of trying to determine stock market futures. 
Uh, in the Matrix... My name is Mystery Man, and I have another story to tell you that I found scrawled in the bathroom wall at a goth club. This one must be horrifying. Hold on, I need to take a swig of this Listerine. when she was very young and she brought a teenage girl named Allison lost both of her parents when she was very young she was brought up by her aunt Aunt Zizi Aunt Zizi was a self-proclaimed witch and loved getting books old books mysterious books from anywhere she could find them. And she'd try out all the spells in them to pass the time. Nothing would ever really come of them, but it brought joy to Zizi, and it made her felt safe from the craziness of reality. Allison understood these feelings and didn't mind and also partook in the spells as well. It was like meditation for the two, a little get-together where they could share some time without the TV or their phones or the internet. Just Allison, Zizi, and some spells. Zizi was a great caretaker and taught Allison to be a good person, how to dress properly and behave, and she also taught her about a lot of the occult. This is probably why they both loved Halloween so much, and burning candles... Every year, they would go out trick-or-treating and try to scare some neighbors and see if they'd like to partake in some spells as well. They were known all over the neighborhood as the two weird ones. They always decorated their house with uh, pumpkins and skeletons and painted runes on the wall and burning special herbs that were to help put restless spirits into a relaxed state to ease them back into the afterlife where they could rest finally. But this year, for Halloween, Allison wanted to do something special for her aunt, and she just happened to come across a strange little pop-up used occult bookstore in her neighborhood. It seemed to come out of nowhere. It looked like it was maybe where that abandoned building was for a while. She did not recall, but she went in and, uh... She thought a new spell book would be perfect. So she started to look around. The store, it was small on the inside and seemed larger on the outside. It was very musty and smoky and seemed like there was nobody in there. It was like she was completely alone. She couldn't even find any workers or anybody shopping or, or, or nothing. It was very, very eerie and creepy. Perhaps the uh, work was on a lunch break. Allison just kept looking around the store to find the book she would want. She figured by the time she found it, there would be 
somebody to help her out. Nobody ever came. But she did find the perfect book. It was bound in a very strange, smooth fabric that she's never felt before. Inside the book was a language that resembled Latin. Zizi was very proficient in Latin, and this seemed like the perfect gift for her. Allison couldn't wait for a salesperson any longer. She was in the store for what seemed to be ages, maybe 30 minutes or so. So she took out a pad and pen and wrote down her name and her number on the desk and, and let them know that she took the book and where she could be found to pay them back. They never did call her, though. She didn't feel right about the situation, but the shop was already closed and it seemed like it was no longer there, just the abandoned building where the store was. It was very, very eerie. She wasn't able to find any details about where it was either. She was checking on local forums and Twitter and nobody even seemed to have seen or mentioned the store. She was now stuck with this book, so she went ahead and wrapped it up in wrapping paper with witches and pumpkins on it and planned to give it to her aunt for Halloween night. When that night finally came, Zizi opened the pumpkin in witch-covered wrapping paper and her eyes grew when she saw the book. She felt a strange energy flowing in it. While she was holding it in her hand, she felt the energy going into her fingertips and, and down her wrists, all the way up into her elbows, and then into her spinal column, and then deep, deep into the synapses of her brain. She started to flip through the pages and questioned Allison where she got the book. Allison told her all the details, the strange and weird situation she was in, and not even Zizi mentioned that. She mentioned she didn't actually see that there was anything there. She thought there was a church where she thought that there was the abandoned building. She did not know about this store at all either. Allison also told her that they might need the store, the book, might need to go back to the store if they contact her. Well, Zizi understood, and she still flipped through the book. She scanned through the pages, and landed on one with an interesting pentagram illustration on it. She did know Latin, and this looked like the Latin she knew, so she read it out loud. Come in festo omnum centorum florit vagili et hec verba legri finem latorum quitiadnas the house began to vibrate, and all the doors in the house slammed shut. Allison and Zizi began to scream. They noticed that the floor began to crack. They didn't live on a fault line. This, there was something wrong. Allison grabbed a husk of sage and began to burn it. Zizi smacked it out of her hands and said, Allison, this is not going to work. We need to get out of here. Then... A blinding purple light shone through the little cracks in the floor, and the floor began to open more and more. Then they heard a little scurrying and smoke, and tiny little shadow rats started to come out of the hole and fill the room. 
they began to bite on them. Their teeth, they stung, they feel the, the bites and the pain. Their teeth, it was biting into their legs and their hands and their feet. As much as, much as they struggled, they were not able to physically touch the shadow rodents, but they felt the teeth entering their body. There was nothing they could do. Soon the rodents began to gnaw into their flesh and drag them towards the hole. Zizi looked Allison in the eyes and said she loved her, and she was sorry for summoning whatever it was she summoned. Allison tried to respond, but there was a shadow rat in her mouth, chewing on her tongue and her gums. She was spitting blood out all over. The two were dragged into the hole, and it immediately shut. Hey, Nick the Rat, it's me, Brit the Brat. I've called, sir, because I have all evening to ruin your evening, sir. Yes, I'm making my way down to the sewers right now. I'm walking out my door. I've just uh, shut the latch, and I have all evening, sir, to ruin your evening and all of your listeners' evening, sir. (laughs) Yes. Now I'm walking down the steps, and I'm up to see the fucking uh, sewer drain there, and I'm looking in there, and I have this sense of wanting to ruin your evening, sir. Totally. And by the way, did I mention that I have all evening to ruin yours? And I will not stop, Nick. No matter how much you beg, now I'm opening the sewer drain. I see inside there. Ooh, very handsome man. I, like, what the voice of an angel? I, I couldn't ruin this man's evening. Nick, I won't ruin your evening. Thanks for letting me on. Bye bye. Farewell to all. Diane, trace that call and lock up the sewer tight. Uh, we're, uh, we're we're getting ready to get out of here. We still have a couple more, <clears throat> couple more, couple more voicemails. Nick, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Nicholas? Can you hear me? La 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 la. You not hear this? Let me know. Get back to me. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. <sighs> Goodbye. I did hear that. Caller, did you hear that? Nick the Rat! Whoa. Nick the Rat! Pew, 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 pew! Air horn, air horn, air horn! Pew, pew, pew! Pew! During a motherfucking episode, Nick the Rat is in Duke. Congratulations, bitches! What are you doing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? I don't have to switch. I'm 128 kilobit a second right now. Be descriptive. How, how, are, you, how are you getting all those kilobits? 
I'm not really sure I'm standing by this thing that makes my head really warm. It's a billboard, but it's got a bunch of shit hanging off of it. You're building Pretty sure a I could get up there, here. but there's a camera, so I probably won't. This, call, call her, stay, stay grounded, unless you're a bird. Unless I'm burned? And now if you're, if you're burnt, do you have one pee hole or three for separate expression? Oh, I have sorts? a vent. It's, it's multi-purpose. It's for uh, entertainment and excretion. Mostly used for entertainment, though. Caller, caller, have you ever had a 40 ounce of Old English? You know, I'm not sure I've ever had that drink at all. But if I ever do drink it, it'll be because of you. I don't recommend it. Yeah, I didn't figure you did. But it's, I it's highly, for the budget. Concept. I highly recommend uh, it. But in, in fucking, in, in, in my locale, it's probably five, bo- five bucks a fucking bottle. Which is, fucking beer is all really expensive here. Stuff that claims to be beer is also expensive. It's stupid. Weed's also expensive too, but if you cross the border just a little bit, it's not. But then it's wet. Fuck! That's fine. I like when you cross the border of a of a of a of a gentleman's panties, and then it just gets really, really wet. I'm glad that you're acknowledging that some gentlemen do wear panties, and some gentlemen. But it can make you grouchy. Wait, what? Some some gentlemen get moist. Well, yeah, you get sweaty, even if you're not horny. I mean, some people do. I mean, that's what I heard. Usually when you're horny, you're sweaty too, right? Because you're getting all active and you're uh, jumping hurdles, yeah. climbing through fences. And, and if you haven't brushed your teeth and you spit in your hand and you're jerking off and then you're jerking off for a long time and you're spitting in your hand and you haven't brushed your teeth and you're spitting and jerking. And then when you're done, you're like, ah, whoa, what is this disgusting shit? X, 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 Alt F4, Alt F4, Alt F4, Alt F4, Alt F4, Alt F4. And then you wipe it up, and then uh, you realize that you smell like a stinky mouth because you didn't brush your teeth. That, my friend, Isn't that weird is a spooky splooge. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Hey, you know, it, it occurred to me earlier that you can't have spooky without poo when you're talking about spooky poos. That's only if you're into anal. You might be German. Who's not into anal? And yeah. I'm, I might have that heritage. heritage. Are you calling me a Nazi? Heritage. Her- heritage. Harry. Harry Tage. Herit. Heretic? What's, what's a tag? Heritage. Is that like the part between the taint and the vag? Her- Is there like a subdivision of taint that's the tag? That's only for females or people who identify as such. Is that like a Greek word for like? It's like Hera, the the god, the goddess of war. Like they're talking about like mother and her poontage. Whoa! She's not the goddess of time. Hera is the goddess. Of time. Yeah, you're not a speaker. So there, there was a car farting down the interstate just then. If if you heard that, I'm Her- sure you did because it was fucking loud. Hera. Hera is the ancient Greek daughter of the Titans Cronus and Diarrhea, sister wife of Zeus and Quen of Olympa and gods. 
Oliimpa. Is that is that where Jay Fuckingly lives? Excuse me, is that where Jay Fuckingly rules with an iron mask? Why do the gods look like people? I don't know. I've never seen one, but I've seen a lot of fucking weird ass aliens and lizards and lizards that were aliens and vice versa. What color? Were you ever abducted? That depends on what you count. I mean, I spent time in some vessels, but in the, I got into them by getting in my bathtub and putting some stuff inside of me. So it's sort of like an outside inside thing. It sort of dissolves you from, from both ways. And then all of a sudden they're letting you fire these weird things that are kind of like weapons. Sort of like Dune. You were taking the spice. You know, I've never read that book or seen that. I heard lots of stuff sampled from the movie. And I've been told by many people that I would really dig the book. But I understand that there are a bunch of dominatrix female fuck you in the butt types. And I don't know. That could be kind of fun. They got finger boxes. They got finger box. What's that? Oh. You finger their box. You got to wait to see, my friend. You got to read the book. I can't just tell you what a finger don't box stop. is. Don't ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it. Stop telling me. You're going to figure it out. People in this hotel are probably going to be really mad. It's a, did you ever see Fight Club? Uh, we don't talk about that, Nick. <sighs> well, that's like the finger box. But, no, I haven't seen Fight Club. Well, imagine if you stuck your arm into a, a box filled with fat and, was it salt? What did he pour on? Is it hot fat? Hot fat. I mean, not like searing hot fat. I mean, like, like sexy hot fat. Like, like, if it got fishnets on it, can I feel the fishnet? Oh, well, you know, it depends on where you're going. But sure, I'm sure there's a, there's a, a club near a highway that... You could, you could try this out at. I'm sure. You talk about the truck stop. Don't tell everybody where we met, Nick. Uh, Diane, hang hang up on that caller right now. Diane, hang up on the caller. That bitch better not hang up on me. Diane, hey, hang up. anyhow, I got a friend. I got a friend who said that he got this bitch from you who kept doing this dishes and sounding Diane, all hot and shit. Hang up on this and guy. Now all of a sudden, he's all the dishes lying. are dirty when I go over there, and that he's, bitch is asleep. Oh. Thank you, Diane. Jeez. He's lying about the the sandwich. Hey, Nick, hey, from the dumpster to your sewer. Happy to be hungry's episode. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, we. I also have a email. You could email Nick at nickthewrat dot com. Whoa, are you an Abba Chad? Yeah, sure. I got a gas blast that says, "Are you an Abba Chad?" And it looks like we have one more donation that just came through. Indusua, congratulations on 300 shows. Thanks for all the great times and laughs. You are a god amongst rats, my little buddy. Uh, my little buddy, I love you, and I love Sewer Fam. Ah, screw it. Oh, ah, screw it. Oh, uh- that's to continue where Oscar where that dude left off at the truck stop where you was like trying to get some saran wrap over your willy as some kind of rubber or something. He told me about that. And he also told me that you like don't wipe your feet before you do foot jobs and also that like you don't have feet. Um, I got hands. I got four hands. I don't have feet. 
four hand feet. No, I got. So hand, I got four hand. I don't have feet. I have four hands. You got four hands, but no feet. Well, yeah. So you just got arms coming out the bottom of you. Yeah, they, 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 I got four hands. My feet. You got four look, hands on four arms, no feet. My feet and my hands look exactly the same, and I'd rather say that I have four hands than I four feet because I'm not a horse. I'm a rat. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do know that horses do have four hands on each foot, and they only have two toes per foot, so they only have eight That's toes true. total. That's true, but the cleft in the middle, so they kind of come together as one. A lot of them use eyeliner or something to bridge that gap, so they don't look weird. A lot of people don't know this, Nick. How a lot different? Of do know it. And how different are camels and horses' toes? <laughs> One softer. I well, before wait, hold on. Let me just say to Oscarwit, Oscarwit, thank you for the thirty-three, thirty-three, three hundredth show. Congratulations. That's. I'm gonna have to do another three hundred episodes. I got a lot of donations this week. Three hundred point five minus point five. Why are they called horse toes? Why when when a uh, uh, sweatpants or uh, something's wedged up into your crotchal area? Why is it a camel toe and not a horse toe? Oh, it just doesn't roll off the tongue easy enough. Horse toe versus camel toe. Donkey toe. Yeah, one's easier. Donkey toe. Calf toe? Cast toe? No, it don't work. A calf toe. So cast toe, ass toe, haul and ass toe. Cast toe, ass toe, haul and ass toe. You're so, so sexual today. I just thought about so many sexual things. Like, you're 300. I mean, well, there's a lot like, of uh, hormones oh, in me. It's, it's a. Uh, caller, can you do, can you you do me a favor? Me? I don't know. What is it? I want you to say good night to the internet. No. I asked him nicely. 917-719-5923. Emporium. Calling to give you the specials of the week. Or cafeteria. Landfill sludge miles with winged bat Ranging mandarins, lids forging, bucket clothes on chair, given to the night, only that that has taken. God, I said, amazing. Oh, thank you, Oscar. I see you're still in the chat. I'm happy you're still awake. I got the donation. Sewer chat, everybody that has uh, participated or created or shared or interacted without being a big old spooky poo. Cheers to you. You know what? I can't... I ain't got much of this 40 left. Let's celebrate 300 with a PBR. Is that what it says over here? PBR? Fuck that shit! It is? Okay, let's... And cheers to everybody that partakes in the late night or whenever they listen to this. Uh, support 
support people. Support people that deserve to be supported. You know who needs to be supported. Don't don't worship idols. People that don't deserve there it's dying out too. I think there's going to be a shift in reality soon. The unraveling has good things and I think the the idealism the 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 big people are fighting back by cheating basically they're cheating right now we have them on the ropes the big the big heavy hitters are on the ropes um they're fighting back it's a constant battle it's like when when the advertisers and the uh magazine got into fights they're like oh well far you know the the magazines let the advertisers have a little bit of the fun. But now it's the advertisers let the magazines have a little bit of fun. And that reality could swing back when the creators let them know. Just let them know. Everybody, let them know. Do something and let them know that you exist. And you're there for people. Make a record of it. Have a receipt. We're here once. We might come again. Who knows? It might just be one big cum shot. And then it's it. So live it up. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Barbara Browning with Perfect Day. Just a perfect day Drink sangria in the park And then later When it gets dark we go home Someone else, someone.